0: Like sitting in coach. Oh,
1: well, then you should be skilled at it. I'm ready to eat.
0: episode of everyone's business but mine with me Cara Berry it's our housewives Friday talking all things New York and Salt Lake City join with me this week is my friend and yours Sam hey girl hey we are actually here I'm happy you're here we're actually coming off of some breaking news the winter house season three trailer just dropped and I think we both have we haven't spoken about it but I'm assuming similar thoughts about it so um oh how, how what, do you just want to give it a grade off the bat a through f
2: I don't even know what to say about that because it, it literally feels like they just took a bunch of random footage and just slapped it onto a trailer because absolutely nothing made sense <laughs> yeah they leaned really sense.
0: they really leaned heavily in the beginning on some like almost like challenge-esque vibe like yeah oh, captain sandy is gonna be here we've got like the avengers of bravo people from family karma it's giving back. infinity war yeah <laughs> <exactly>. <laughs> and kyle Kirk is like thanos I-, I don't know if that's a re- correct reference but it feels right to me but
2: um oh no is kyle you know what kyle's kyle's iron man kyle's tony stark
0: is a which i'm gonna yeah. ask kendrick about this what he thinks yeah but...
2: no i would love to hear what he thinks too How because <laughs> i you know also listen to his podcast but yeah Shout he's giving <laughs> he's giving he's giving tony stark like you know the de facto leader <laughs> that sort of i dog. love that um, Thanos. Thanos said, that feels like sandy Is <laughs> <Because laughs> why are you here <laughs> why are you
0: here <laughs> um so yeah we have people we have brian from family karma we have jordan from summer house martha's vineyard Corey slipped through the cracks um we've got oh, a of people from below deck we've got asia we've got um man with curly hair just like a, couple, a few oh,
2: god players. malia oh <laughs>
0: Malia which Ugh. I when I talked about the cast list that came out I got so many DMs I don't have an experience with Malia I've got very little experience with Below Deck and none with Malia so everybody who DMed was like her why so I'm, I'm terrified as to what that means
2: I for some reason because I there was a period of time where I did actually watch Below Deck Med and she she was just an unnecessary mess it mm. was just the mess that she would get herself into felt so unnecessary and it wasn't it wasn't fun
0: <laughs> so okay well was that yeah. the one who tom had eyes on tom's no or was this somebody no. else? no
2: okay she had her eye on Corey okay a couple, she was one well, talking to sam saying like let's like get into not- that
0: because many people seem to have their eye on Corey jordan uh, jordan baby
2: why please <laughs> free us free jordan <laughs> i don't need they don't need another don't need another sierra i don't i know I, I need this I cannot
0: take we cannot have a gorgeous black model be taken down by anybody in the Southern Charm universe. I can't do it.
2: I can't do it again. I, I just enough. it makes me it, <laughs> like I'm shaking. <laughs> Please no. Enough.
0: I'd much rather her go for Schwartz if we're gonna have to go down that oh route God. anyway. You know, like if I have to pick, I'm going Schwartz. Have
2: to. Oh, but my God. Uh,
0: yeah, I I'm a little bit concerned. I don't love games, as y'all know. Like, I don't like watching people do winter sports or any sports or any sort of activity that involves like team building exercises or anything of the sort. So, I'm hoping it's less that and more. We're finding out that Danielle fucked dude from Below Deck 20 minutes ago and he's flirting with somebody else. Like I, I, was, I was sat for that. I want to ignore that.
2: You know, I'm here. Yes, I'm here for the personal drama. Um, I also peeped um, also doing having to do with Jordan. You know, Jordan was looking a little um, you know, under fire and it looks like Kyle was comforting her and oh I just I just took notice of that I just that's so
0: interesting that you know I just
2: noticed that
0: you know wow <laughs> okay because I I wasn't sure if that's what I saw but it did seem like the only person who was wrapping their arms around a black woman was kind cook <laughs> going three for three <laughs> once again I love boy cook is for black women and we just have to say it he loves us
2: he loves he us does. he does <laughs> and you know what i'm glad that amanda gives him the space to express right I love i appreciate right. that sis inclusion it's inclusion. one of the few points that i will give you so <laughs> <laughs>
0: So all in all, it, uh, it uh, premieres October 24th, y'all. So we got like, you know, not too long before it starts. I'm excited. I mean, I'm like a, a winter house apologist. I know that like largely it's panned and barely watched by people, but I still talk about it. And I, I have fun. Yeah,
2: I loved it. Like, I don't know why, but I don't know. It's it's stupid, but it's a nice little filler. Yeah. And you know what? Um Part of me does not think that Miss Danielle will get a ton of redemption from me. Because from the looks of that trailer, she continues to go a little bit apeshit at times. Mm, mm -hmm. (laughs) But um, Sis needs to stand on her own. And I think that the streets need to see her stand on her own. And still see that sometimes she can be, you know, however she wants to be by herself. Yeah,
0: I agree. I agree um so let's move on to roni do you want to talk about roni quickly want to get through that quickly real quick (laughs) (laughs) with haste because i mean i don't want to say that there wasn't much to talk about it was literally like past the trauma upon the left hand side and i want to give space for that
2: it Put was a popcorn crazy. over, let's popcorn over the side today for your drama. Right. Popcorn to <laughs> right. Jenna. Really? I was like, wow, okay.
0: <laughs> we just, I mean, banger after banger of of heavy stuff on people. So it's like the first night in Anguilla. Jenna, I have to say, she ate because they were on the way to dinner and the, she and Aaron were about to get in the back seat, And Aaron's like, oh, sitting in the back seat's like coach. And Jenna goes, yeah, well, you should be used to
2: that. And I thought that's how you clear a bitch thank you so much jenna i just want to give a shout out to white woman reads very <laughs> calm white woman reads i don't know if you watch selling the oc um, i think i need to start because oh I'm my god kara people. like let me tell you about how me like it's one of the few reality tv things that my boyfriend that i've been able to get him obsessed with really but there was just like such a what like in this season such a wonderful little little read moment that i was like wow okay. and sometimes that's how a white woman clears a bitch very calmly with right. just a perfect just perfect logic and i love me some logic the virgo moon in me was like i'm fed so <laughs> do
0: you have an appreciation for kim richards like i do in her white woman reads because
2: <laughs> to me her nobody does me. it
0: like kim richards her nobody. scare
2: me oh <laughs> They give me anxiety I don't know what it is. Like hers are so like they're so chaotic that they scare me. Whatever I'm Whenever, really I, I, but I, whenever I, I watch the Amsterdam fight, I'm always like, I should be on your side, but I'm actually so scared of you that I can't like I can't hundred percent do it.
0: <laughs> I maintain that she is the only white housewife who I could see actually going toe-to-toe with anybody in Atlanta and being like, Okay, mm. it might be a fair fight. It might and be
2: fine. it <laughs> in the sh- of fairness she might get beat up though she'll get her ass beat oh yeah she'll, 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 get
0: it. she'll and do she it she can't
2: she can't handle that
0: <laughs> <laughs> she i feel like had beef with they did like a, a show called the mother mother daughter experiment and i feel like she had beef with Lindsay lohan's mama and that was a that was a time
2: i think i mm. go
0: back and, and, and check that out if only for that po- moment but so back to anguilla we're at dinner and uba brings up the bryn comments about abe the babe and whether or not anybody else would all any of the other wives Sigh, would you be upset if bryn said to david what she said to abe and Sighs like girl i'm not the one <laughs> i i don't care about my man enough for this but but basically <laughs> um bryn is like she tells aaron that she wants aaron to apologize to her first she apologized for saying the party is boring she's like I-, I will i will cop to that she does not apologize for the abe stuff but she says i was really just trying to intentionally hurt you because you were saying accusing me basically of stuff that like is really disgusting but aaron's like okay so you're apologizing for saying the party was boring but not for f- talking about divorce and like wife swap and whatever but Bryn's like listen it was bad timing like sorry i don't know what to tell you jessel's still on her side that it really wasn't that big of a deal but uba's like y'all that's bullshit because if somebody was talking to your husband jessel like that you would be mad and jessel's like "Eh, it depends i don't know where do you stand on this
2: okay i find again I think this is like the Virgo moon in me which is really on fire in the gloriousness of Virgo season right now. Sure. But um, like I don't love Erin but I I understand her (laughs) and Mm -hmm. I understand her need for like her boundaries because it is like a very logical boundary where in abstract you would think I don't care about that and I'm not going to care about that but in reality, if it did happen to you, you would feel some type of way about it. To say that you wouldn't care is to say that you wouldn't have any positive or negative feelings about it, that you would be indifferent to it. And mm-hmm. quite honestly, there's very rare cases in which we don't care or have any sort of emotion about something, right? So right. I, like, it's hard to say that we, like, I'm not going to care about that. If you feel happy about it, you care about it. If you feel disappointed or like angry about it, then you care about it. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so I don't know. I think that, I think that in logic, she's right. Sure. It might have been too much emphasis put on it, but really, this all could have been avoided if Bryn wasn't such a whiny, I don't even know. (laughs) I enjoy (laughs) Bryn, but. <clears throat> Imagine yeah. being like, you owe me an apology for saying yeah. that I would do something.
0: <laughs> what you said, what you accused me of hurt my feelings, and so I deserve an apology for that. It's honestly masterful, I think. It's
2: hilarious. It's very <laughs> funny.
0: It's very funny. I would have laughed in her face. She when she, she got the
2: apology. <laughs> listen, <girl. laughs> listen Aaron, I'm not gonna say Aaron is better than me. Aaron is weaker than me because I would have tell I would have stood ten toes down on that. Like, bitch, yeah. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> that's not how this works
0: yeah and and honestly like Brynn, you're not gonna tell me what you did was a larry david bit okay i'm not gonna hear that from you that no yeah yeah say like i wasn't flirting with abe definitively and like she was but she wasn't was she was like she was trying to get him but she was being flirtatious. but she was being
2: flirtatious yeah
0: it's totally fine not
2: malicious but flirtatious Mm -hmm. Right. But also, also, as we all say all the time, intent does not equal impact. So true. you know. Yeah. True. true. <laughs> oh, how the tables turn.
0: <laughs> um, so then we go back to business class gate with Jenna. And Jenna's like, seriously, guys, do you really think that I didn't go with you guys because I didn't want to fly a uh, coach? And they're like, Sigh mostly is like, Yeah, I, I do. I at least think that was a big part of it. And so Jenna says in a confessional, anything that I say under anesthesia doesn't count. I did fly business class, but who cares? And that's what
2: I think. Exactly. Yeah. Because I'm sorry. Why should she fly coach? None of y'all should have been flying coach. Yes. How unfortunate that Rena had to like bring the logic Uh to the conversation. I'm sick about it.
0: Broken lip. Broken (laughs) lip is right twice a day. You know what I mean?
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, <laughs> like, why are y'all flying coach anyway? Don't fly a... fly coach if you were given the opportunity. No,
0: at all. So then Jenna gets called out for giving gifts to people and for not sharing her life. And how she's, like, telling random people at her casting about her real name, the Jenna, Jenna, genitalia of it all, and how bryn is like well i had to find that out through psy and psy ping pong's back It's like well i only hear like i find out about you from other people and uh, yeah i just feel like jenna you're not that comfortable and here's the thing is that in the flashbacks of jenna not wanting to talk about things it's always about the relationship that she said very clearly the girl didn't want to like have any parts of this and they also clearly broke up because she's about to be a lot more visible with being on the show so leave her alone ask her about anything else i think she's been very open
2: mm-hmm.
0: i don't it really is. understand this
2: it feels um one i think that Jenna just has a love language of gift giving mm-hmm. and i love that for her i, would I love, love that i would see- love that for me right, right. listen me, i, mean, I, mean, I-, I- I get how like anxiety inducing it can be as the person receiving it, because I have friends in my life where their lang- their love language is gift giving. And they're really, they're so fucking good at giving mm-hmm. gifts. Right. But it's not mine. Right. So then I always have, like, I spiral a little bit, especially around the holidays. Like, wow, you just gave me the most bomb ass gift and I don't know what the fuck to give you. Right. Right. But that's, that's more of a me thing. Right. Like everybody has their contributions to a group like that's how they feel close to me by gifting me something that they know I'm going to love. And maybe on my end, it's more so being able to send them like a really thoughtful card or something like that, really concentrating on like the depths of our friendship. But like Mm -hmm. that's not how Jenna wants to feel close to other people, right? Like nobody, the fact that you want to hold all of her trauma in is it says something about you <laughs> if that's you feel like you need to know some like all the terrible things that have happened in somebody's life in order to feel close to them. Cuz there's friends I? I have in my life that I de- like I love so very much but like do I know every single bad thing that ever happened to them? No. no. And I don't need to. Yeah. Cuz that's not the sum of their parts. Exactly. And, and I wonder if you feel this way.
0: I feel like there was such a the women are I don't want to say that they're intimidated by Jenna but they clearly hold her in this regard as like whatever Jenna fucking lions which fair but I also think that like they also are just like because she's this like mystique in their mind that she is somehow like being elusive and and that she has to like be so giving otherwise we don't get anything from her like I wonder if, if a lot of this is just like they're making up jenna to be bigger than who she is
2: Mm. yeah it's like they they need this to for her to feel more like humanized in their eyes yeah and that could be a larger that could be a larger issue with the dynamics of the cast in like kind of a fourth wall sort of breaking because we know that she is the one that kind of gives this class this cast the most clout
1: and everything
2: uh Uh, so I think that they probably feel like we need to find a way to humanize her at least for us otherwise this is always going to feel really um uneven in some sort of way Right. exactly so and like that's understandable but I think of course I think most of us can agree that the way that they are going about it is really disingenuous (laughs) and really annoying to watch. (laughs) So,
0: um,
2: yeah, like nobody, you do not have like, yeah, you don't have a right to like know somebody's trauma. And if you want people to open up to you and you want people to be a little bit more humanized in your eyes, I don't think this is the way to go about it.
0: Yeah. Just have a more natural conversation instead of like, always approaching her and this like you're this type of person we can't get you to be what we need you to be which is whatever version of open is in our minds <laughs> like it's just weird to me at this point so like Brynn is saying I've cried and I've shaken around you and like you didn't say hey like you didn't try to soothe me by being like hey my name isn't really Jenna and I appreciated production doing this recreation oh, this so of Brynn's giving <laughs> Bryn being like <laughs> Yo, shout to out, her, out to be them be abusive and and then be like oh hey guys my name isn't actually jenna and for people like huh? like what there was <laughs> no space for her to like say that or anybody which is totally fine like it wasn't like oh everybody you know bryn is making this about herself it's just like no we're loving on you mm-hmm. for a specific reason this is an event for you for you to open up and that's it like it's so wild to me
2: (laughs) but that's it was so good yeah it was such a good like way of just hitting home that and clearly Jenna isn't one of those people where if you're telling them about like you're telling her about your problem she's gonna cut in and be like wow so this totally relates to my issue right and then all of a sudden we're not even talking about my problem anymore not gonna lie I hate like I hate that shit sometimes but She's just not that type of person. Exactly, and and bless her for it. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> One of you mm-hmm. on this cast has to be
2: <laughs> exactly. We need a uh, balance.
0: And then they do this thing that always really pissed me off from Adrian from uh, Beverly Hills used to do. Just looking at her like, well, because Jenna says, "You guys, this is not my intention at all. Like, I, I'm sorry." And they're like, "Okay, like Jenna, don't feel bad. Are you okay?" Oh God, are you gonna cry? Oh my God. Oh Oh my God, are you gonna cry? (laughs) And then she cries. And it's like, what are you guys doing to her? So then she has to talk about pushing (laughs) her. To be like, you guys, my mother was severely on the spectrum. She would not allow TV, no noise in the house after school. And she tells us she didn't even know about her mom's diagnosis until Jenna herself was 44. And as a side effect, her whole life, her mom, like just, they did not have any emotion. She didn't know anything else. So Jenna's like, you guys, I don't want to tell a sob story. And finally after they've broken her Sai's like no 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 it's not a sob story it's your story and so jenna finally like lovingly checks them and is like y'all nothing is ever as it seems like just next time try to give me the benefit of the doubt instead of making assumptions which is like finally finally hopefully they will give her a pass and this is where i really had to crack up because all of a sudden everybody's like oh jessel we don't know anything about you now why has this never been an issue mm-hmm. all of them mm-hmm. were like girl we know zero any not a thing about you jessel
2: mm-hmm. true. <laughs> nobody's you've ever been caught her. yeah you've been caught when you've been like hiding behind you've been hiding behind the trenches hoping that they're so distracted by the other person they won't see you? Uh-uh. <laughs> it's not gonna work, girl. Not even that.
0: It's like y'all had zero energy to get to know Jessel, but it's all, all the smoke for Jenna not being open. Y'all don't even give a fuck about Jessel's story. Ugh, but then we hear the whole thing about her like You know, her parents were... She's Indian, but her parents were born in Kenya, but then she moved to London and her uncles and Yoji Yamamoto's there at some point. Political unrest. And everybody's like, girl, we don't want to hear all this. (laughs) So not only did they not care, they were over it about 10 seconds. Oh
2: my gosh. I mean, if she had just stuck with the... Because, I mean, I think it's interesting. I thought it was
0: very interesting.
2: You know, with... But I wish she would have stuck more to, like, her experience of having, you know, that she's South Asian, but her parents grew up really in Kenya. And huh. she also, I I would love to hear more about that and about her experience and how it relates to her identity. I don't care about your, like, you know, your brother's cousins, blah, blah, like, <laughs> Tessel. Mm. <laughs> i can't <laughs> uh,
0: the the unfortunately brutal story of her going to new york at 22 and having to be an intern for one year poor thing <laughs> and even aaron's like okay are you sure that you think that maybe your parents do cater to you and jessel's like absolutely not cut to her being like with the mrs Myers to the table being like uh watch for the fingerprints mother watch my children mother i don't know do you think that jessel's catered to i yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i feel like i understand why she would bristle at that from a white woman saying it to her i totally yes. get it.
2: completely completely totally get it. unfortunately they were not wrong right um maybe uba should say it
0: <laughs> right and
2: right. not Aaron,
0: right um uh, right.
2: But they were not wrong. Nope.
0: I, I don't I can't disagree. Can't disagree mm-hmm. with them on that one. Um, so on the way back from dinner, air Uba tells Aaron that while they were TSA, TSA at security, they asked her if she had any liquids, and she said, no, just this WAP. And Aaron, who allegedly is 35, <laughs> apparently she's the youngest one out of everybody, doesn't doesn't know what WAP is, never heard it thinks it's white ass pussy not wet ass pussy thinks that's not white ass pussy (laughs) it's like you you realize right why would it be white why would it be white and and then she's like that's disgusting girl i mean jessel does say in a confessional y'all aaron listens to abba she doesn't know what WAP is but you would think isn't her husband a dj i felt like abe is a dj
2: how do you know kind pop? of dj but what kind of dj i mean
0: at some point
2: <laughs> at some point where we listen there's there's a couple the different together. kinds of djs there's a I, couple different kinds of djs right that there's that is true there's your like in the club giving like a really good lead-in mix from you know beyonce to kendrick and then there's you know dead mouse like yeah you're dead yeah 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 yeah, yeah.
0: fair <laughs> enough i just i just the fact that she has no idea
2: it is heard of it? it is um that's really something
0: it's because
2: wise. my like i can think of it, my work like my um like one of my bosses has made jokes about WAP on yeah. his twitter <laughs> and this is like <laughs> not el- like but aarp eligible age sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't i don't this get it. maybe for like that song
0: was for black people or very white people and like maybe no in between maybe very little in between i don't mm-hmm. know and like tucker carlson you know <laughs> <laughs> really had him up in arms <laughs> anyway
2: <laughs> For the outraged, you're either <laughs> going to be completely in love or completely outraged. Exactly, exactly. Um. So the
0: next morning, Uba and Jessel are kind of like they're to kind of talking to themselves. Like clearly, Jessel's more team Jenna and less team Bryn than she's really been saying. Like I kind of am feeling more like a Jessel. Mm -hmm. every week like i think she gets it but she doesn't want to be too in the mix and get into it but they're basically talking about how like brin makes these arguments they don't really make sense and she's all like all in it's like too much salt or too much sugar no space in between and yeah nobody really had the space to open up at brin's giving like like jenna said earlier so Mm then uh jenna's like a little bit emotional at the breakfast table did you notice that aaron only ate lettuce oh shit did she yeah i saw her just just a plate of lettuce oh. not 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 even a vegetable it the the caviar is making a lot more sense now
2: mm-hmm. the fact that sai has mm-hmm. been hungry is making a lot more sense now. the lack of food i'm getting it and everything mm-hmm. uh, yep mm-hmm. oh wait did we not did we not address sigh so completely trying to cut off like all the arguments because that bitch just wanted to order her food Oh I, was, <laughs> I no, was like, I we're <laughs> was that a- I don't remember what that was, that was but I just was like, ma'am, we need to talk. <laughs> Listen,
0: that snapper is fresh caught. The, the the sooner the better, okay? The sooner you get it, the better. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um Uma almost throws up because somebody's hair gets in the fruit, which I fully understood. I fully mm. got it. <laughs> So the ladies start talking about like how they're basically like super loving mothers with their kids more than what they received from their own moms. And then Sai starts to talk about her mother who was an alcoholic. And she says in a confessional that she really started to notice her mom was drinking like from wake up until she passed out when Cy was about 16 and turn into the mother that she didn't grow up with and she tells the ladies like her mom would always be in trouble they would give her money and she would drink it away and how hard she worked to not become her own mother and like Bryn's getting emotional talking about like you accomplished so much without all of this like look at what you've done for your life and then Sai tells them that she had a, her mom had a heart attack in a park alone. She went to the hospital and she drew her uh, eyebrows back on because that was like her trademark look. And she was FaceTiming everybody to like have happy moments before she took her off life support. And now her mom lives, her ashes, not her whole body, live in a shopping bag in Sae's closet. And then Jessel says in a confessional, "It's so heartbreaking to know it's there." Like. I hope it's in the AMS bag or a Chanel bag. Like you wouldn't want that to be, you know, like target to Walmart. <laughs>
2: Jaisal. <Jessel>. Maybe. Unfortunately <laughs> she has a point because I'm just thinking about those like reusable I don't know if y'all deal with this in New York where like we don't have plastic bags anymore here and Yeah, we don't get really like... Yeah. And so we have these like reusable target bags that I have like fifteen billion of. But I'm just imagining it and so those gray like ones. That. The gray yes. ones. <laughs> Just imagine it in that, and I'm like, nah, no one deserves that. Come on, those side. soft
0: bags mm-hmm. <laughs> that you get—that's <laughs> so funny. Maybe a Trader Joe's, at the Whole Foods bag. I-, I, I'd be okay with Whole Foods. It's got to be Whole Foods
2: enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A Lululemon. Uh, yeah. Okay. I- chic. That could, could yeah. be chic. That would be oh. a step up.
0: Yeah, maybe like a holiday Trader Joe's one. Like those are nice yeah them shits are them shits are cute yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um but anyway so after that jessel showing Pavit uh the villa and he's like oh i might fly in with the kids today she's like no no, no please don't fuck with my piece he's like okay <laughs> so then she tells everybody that her dad pronounces beach like bitch so they go down to their private bitch and i gotta say once we got a full look at that house i'm like y'all y'all ate that this is not a house that you fly to in coach just so you know next time no that's a business class and above house
2: Mm -hmm. private Mm -hmm. bitch
0: that was nice that was really nice Bryn and Aaron tried to get Jessel naked wasted so that they can take hot pictures uh, for Pavit. And they're really stuck on this. Like you guys got to fuck immediately. Why aren't they fucking? They need to fuck. I need them to fuck so bad. So Bryn tries to get uh, Jessel to sun her Yoni. And she says no. (laughs) And then after that, they do a photo shoot. And my question for you is who is the better photographer, Jenna Lyons or Kelly Ben Simone telling Alex McCord to do baby face? on scary
2: island unfortunately i'm gonna have to go you know the 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 positives of kelly is that she's really giving you direction Mm -hmm. to work with Mm -hmm. even if it's completely nonsensical and even if her idea of baby face is um quite different from maybe what mine might be but um (laughs) it's direction and honestly, I'm sure that those pictures turned out bomb. Yeah, yeah. I bet they
0: did. Yeah. I bet they did. Mm, anyway, so the peace between Aaron and Bryn ends at lunchtime, not even 24 hours, when Cy starts asking Bryn about her dating life. And Bryn's like, oh, at one point I was going on three dates a day, coffee, drinks, and dinner. And they're like, okay, well, what are you looking for in a man? And she says, well, definitely. I, I want a guy who wants a family. I'm not 27 anymore. Like I want to get this going. So this leads into a egg freezing conversation. Cause Uba's gotten her eggs frozen and Bryn's like, yeah, I haven't. Like, it's like a lot, it's expensive. And how she went to the intake and they had her, they like asked her if she knew anybody that she might want to make embryos with and tell her the name of that man so she's like going through her phone to look and as bren is telling the story aaron looks over at Uba and is like that's a big lie like i don't believe that and in a confessional aaron's like on the rules of ramona i have got a lot of girlfriends and i've just never heard of a place asking for jizz and going through your phone to find it to be fair i mean she said something shitty but she also did tell bren I do think it's a lie. At least Brynn didn't have to find out from somebody else.
2: That's That's the only thing I will give her. (laughs) That's (laughs) true.
0: But, so Aaron is like, okay, I I don't really believe that. Like, I'm sorry, I I don't believe you. Like, you went to a place and they told you to text some guys? And so Brynn is obviously very offended and is like, why would you think I would lie about that? And Aaron's like, well, that sounds like a really crazy story. To which Brynn says, yeah, that's why I'm telling you guys. But like, that's really messed up like why the fuck would i lie about that and at that point aaron says oh you're so sensitive like i'm just kidding gosh you're so touchy and i'm like no i'm gonna be on Bryn's side with this like you're not just gonna call me a liar to my face
2: <laughs> um you know again at least she did it to her face um i really like i go so back and forth with brin because sure she probably embellishes things a lot of the time and puts on a lot but I also think that it's super harmless in a lot of ways and so if Mm -hmm. you're going out of your way to be like "Mm, you lying like why are you always lying then
0: you're gonna be doing that a lot
2: right you're gonna be doing that a lot and also like why does it matter right yeah it's it's not that deep your
0: business so deep they don't need to be that deep at all and I think, like, Jessel and Uba were like, right. They probably were like, oh, like, do you know somebody? Or, like, whatever. And and you're right. Like, maybe Brand exaggerated it a little bit to make her make, like, in her mind, she felt pressured. And so she's telling the story of, like, her feeling pressured to find a dude. But, like, Aaron wants to hold people account about shit that, like, really doesn't matter. Like, this doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I don't care. <laughs> Personally. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Basically, like, they get in the car and and brin makes a good point it's like aaron wants to catch you in something like she's always waiting to catch somebody but when they get in the car aaron does apologize for saying it's a lie the ladies get home and then they're like getting ready for dinner and brin goes into sai's bathroom and she's like hey listen i'm really tired I don't want to be rude because I'm really appreciative of this trip, but like, I think I just want to sit this one out. And Sai's like, I totally get it. And she apologizes for bringing up dating at all. And that's it. And then Brandon goes to uh, Aaron's room to tell her the same thing. Like, I'm just going to take a time out, And Aaron's like, you know, I'm, I'm so sorry. Like, you Brynn is like I know you were just joking and Aaron's like you're so beautiful and like now that you know what you want you're gonna get it so they hug it out and Aaron's like having this crisis of conscience of like oh okay you know maybe I shouldn't have talked about like kids family or whatever so they make up who's to say how long that lasts for this episode was fine what did you think yeah
2: this definitely wasn't my favorite of the ones that we (laughs) I'll be honest. When I watched it on Sunday, I was really contemplating, like, "Wow, do I tell Kara that like I actually don't want to talk about this?" <laughs> and you, I was out. like, "Damn, next!" I was like, "Damn, next week's looks lit." Like, not Uber getting all Uba giving us Uber hot uh, Hello, but, um, oh, man. you know, not as getting into some white woman tears. Okay, <laughs> but I was like, "You know what? No, no, it's fine." We'll talk Sometimes about we
0: this. need an establishing episode before she gets real. And
2: mm-hmm.
0: I appreciate that for that. So um let's move on to Salt Lake, shall we?
1: Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare Short-Term Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh one dot com. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
0: Thank you for calling Trixie Motel.
1: This is Trixie Hotel?
0: Motel, yes.
1: Oh Motel, sorry. Um do you guys have two thousand three Dom Perry on? Uh
0: no. Okay.
1: And do you have room service?
2: Yes. We have a full bar, and then for our food, mm-hmm. we have one to two person shareable pizzas and like cheese board, but like we don't have like a huge menu.
1: Okay, have a great day. Pizza,
2: <laughs>
0: and they don't have Don on Okay, who doesn't have Don Perignon? Well, you gotta pray All for right. me, man. So. Okay, in the beginning of the episode, Meredith and Lisa meet up to have their one-on-one talk. And Lisa says in a confessional that she and Meredith have not had a productive conversation in like two years at this point. And they're walking along this path. She's seeing all the hazard signs posted up on the tree. So she's got her guard up. But they start talking like, oh, you know, the kids are graduating. Uh, Fudge College is still going to fudge college. And Lisa tells Meredith that he's going to be Deferring to serve a mission and how like he doesn't know where he's going yet, right? So, Meredith, what what do you think about this? Do you have any op- opinions about uh Fudge, Fudge not going to college? <laughs> what is his name?
2: Jack, Henry? Yes, Jack. Jack. It's
0: okay. Jack, right?
2: Yes. Okay. No, I actually think this is so this is so interesting. One. Um, my with salt lake i've been very in and out with salt lake i didn't really watch last season mm-hmm. i'm gonna be honest but i do enjoy the clips i love lisa um cloud baby gorgeous and but the religious stuff is where i get very interested and i think that just hits for me with like my history with religion mm-hmm. but the fact that he was like you know just hiding this intention to um you know kind of follow a more religious path is deeply interesting because i think that it's right? it's so fascinating and i wish that we could <clears throat> and i hope that we do get a little bit deeper into that um because mm-hmm. i think i know i sort of know where it comes from because i think that 16 17 year old me could have related to jack in that sense of being like i'm different mm. than you and dad um like I remember me when I was like 16 or 17 and I was like throughout my teenage years I was like very involved in my youth group and um like very involved in church I was insufferable in that way <laughs> I'm gonna be honest like I <laughs> uh, it was more enjoyable for me to spend a Friday night at youth group than like you know partying with my classmates or something and something mm-hmm. like that right Mm -hmm. but um I think at that time like you could have asked me and I would have said that I was going to go to like a Liberty University type place right you know what I'm saying and of course that changed how you know one thing about them tables um and I think that things changed over those like couple of years but if I had said to my parents when I came time for me to apply to college and if I had said I'm going to apply to somewhere like Liberty I'm going to apply to somewhere like Valley Forge Christian College or something like that like a lot mm-hmm. of the places that a lot of people I went to church with were going they would not have loved that they would have been like that's absolutely ridiculous you need to go <clears throat> to a real college you need to go somewhere with more so prestige, you're all attending with more, the
0: same church but you're just more devout than your parents
2: right and right. to and it's interesting and I think that for Lisa and probably her husband like yes this is really great but um you expect your child to kind of take religion as seriously as you take it and it's mm-hmm. almost like there's a line of which um it's it, it becomes like almost too fanatical in some sense mm. because they want that balance of having a good moral child and also somebody that has the same kinds of ambitions that basically the world would expect you to have but right in reality those things don't really match up within the space that you are raising them in like within any sort of religious space the desire to do something like go to college, like go to a four-year prestigious kind of school, that kind of ambition, and then, you know, maybe go on to get higher education. That is something that's more, that could be seen as more like secular or something like that. And right. so that's not what's encouraged within your within the space of, like where kids are growing up in church that was my experience anyway like it's not like any of my you know youth leaders my youth pastors or whatever talk to me like yeah you should definitely go to an ivy league college no like nobody ever said to me that that's what i should do it was more so about what my maybe the gifts of the spirit that i had right like wow maybe sam you're it's... really great at public speaking do you ever think about preaching yeah well, i heard about where i went to college
0: But you know what's so interesting to me is, like, when he was doing that whole, like, fudge college speech last season, it was giving, like, I'm a rich kid, I've got this hairline fresh wolf, and I'm just gonna, like, do, you know, coast off of that, but now it sounds like he's almost looking yeah like down at them for not being as devout as he is and he says like you guys are different from me because we know that like lisa purports herself to be mormon 2.0 whatever the hell that means to her Mm -hmm. but like it's interesting because it seems to be like a pivot and she seems very like i don't like she doesn't quite have a foothold into who fresh wolf is and that's me too
2: yeah. 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 Because again, you expect that when you start to raise your child in that space, they will take it the same and interpret it the same way that you do. Right. Like, like this is lovely. And this is a really great foundation. And like, it's, it's so funny now because of course I've grown out of that and of being so devout clearly, but um my like my parents are still very saved people. Mm-hmm. And I think that now they would give anything for me to be like, I want to go to church with you guys. Right. But that's not <laughs> that's not gonna happen. But it's 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 it's, it's kind of like there's only two extremes, right? Mm-hmm. And that ability to kind of be in the middle. Maybe that's something more for um that Lisa is able to do. But um when you, I think that when you're a kid still and your brain is still like developing I don't think that there's a space for that kind of balance yeah right yeah yeah um, sure. and I think that that's where I think that's where he is and I think that's really interesting
0: yeah and and I also get the sense that Lisa's like shit up about this I don't think she I, I don't get the sense that she's like terribly happy about it but she's like keeping mm-hmm. it cute so. She's
2: trying to be supportive and trying to be like, it's it's fine. He's really excited. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Oh, you, ain't I, got to, you ain't got a lot to kick it.
0: It's all I right. I wonder like, how much of that is her personal feelings and how much of that is she scared because, you know, the Mormons don't have a great... The PR is not so great, you know? The and PR like is the not public great. reaction is uh, middling. <laughs> yeah, <best>. but- <laughs>
2: The PR is not great, and I think within all like a lot of sects of Christianity, um, like when you become that devout, you do start to is, is like yeah. With, even though the of course the core message of Christianity is to not be judgmental, when you get too deep into the paint, you become mm-hmm. judgmental, right? Mm-hmm. And imagine Jack years from now like Barry he's not doing it he's just saying I'm different than you and dad but imagine years from now when he is like well he has kids Heather
0: touches on that later
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah when he has kids and you know all of those things and he really actually starts to scrutinize Lisa and you know his dad and how they operate in their um, practice of Mormonism and how that relates to That's not even something I want for, I want even near my children, right? Because I look down, I actually look down at how you guys operate right that yeah, would be now. very we'll get to that in a second
0: well, in, a, in a quick second but basically <laughs> Meredith and Lisa they they apologize to each other Lisa apologizes for you know being caught saying that she's a whore a garbage whore who ha- fucked half of New York and her stupid family that poses you know like <laughs> either of them and Meredith says that she's sorry that she talked about her fucking for jazz tickets and that she probably should have left it alone they didn't say any of that but they should have It would have been a lot more interesting had they like really been specific about what they said to each other. But the Mm -hmm. North remembers. The North remembers. The North
2: remembers. I need a flashback (laughs) of that hot mic moment. Like (laughs) at least every other episode, my boyfriend (laughs) happened to be like in the room when that was playing last night, and he just like paused and was like really taking interest for a moment, and he was like, "Well, then, (laughs) that's a."
0: Those are things to say.
2: That's an opinion. (laughs) That's an opinion
0: oh my god so after that whitney and heather bad weather tornado destroy the truth um go to meet at a hot spring and you know whitney is maybe feeling a little bit of ptsd because the last time they were down in some rusty ass bathtubs outside and jen was threatening to kill her and heather wasn't saying anything so you know onward and upward jen is gone maybe things can change (laughs) so Heather at one point tells her to taste the water from the hot spring because she accidentally got some in her mouth and it tastes like oh butter. God. Heather, please help us. Help us all. Oh my god! Whitney clearly did not know that Mary was coming back to the show because she mentions, why was Mary there? I was very shocked to see her. But Heather's like, girl, I only invited you, Lisa and Meredith. All y'all invited your friends to audition for the show. Y'all did that. So Winnie was like, oh, so is that why Angie K was there? Can I ask why you didn't invite her yourself? And Heather's like, well, we're just not that close. But we find out that Heather and Angie have known each other longer than Heather's known Lisa in her good time gal era in college. They've known each other since Mr. Carter's math class in 10th grade. But then Heather says, you know, I thought that Angie had naturally curly hair, but it was a perm. So, yeah, I've got a little bit of trust issues with her so she says oh that God, they I screamed. <laughs> <laughs> she nibbled i won't say she ate but she did nibble um she says that they were like in two different friend groups she was with the mormons angie k was with the greeks but they shared best friends and heather tells whitney that she just thinks like a little bit weird that angie's going from a friendship to diving headfirst into one with lisa like we all know why that would be happening because her first friend got locked up so you got to go to the next closest person who's on TV because she wants to be on the show let's be real <laughs> that's all this is <laughs> <laughs> that is all this is and so then she mentions like we we switch to talking about Jack again right well actually mm. what are your thoughts on Angie K I mean you didn't really watch last season but like what you're seeing now what are your feelings on her what is with the way she talks G- great question <laughs> I didn't think you were going to ask me such a hard question right off the bat. I don't know.
2: I don't have an I answer. To was, I was genuinely—I've been confused the past couple of episodes. I'm like, I don't like the way she talks. Is not how I would have expected her to talk. Um, I also, mean, we could say that about all of the cast, though, frankly. Oh, that's true. <laughs> um, was also very confused. I mean, actually, there's probably a lot to say about Angk, but. Mm-hmm. One, um, who cloned Nick Lachey and why? Um,
0: excuse me. Later in my notes, I said, um, not Nick Lachey. Why does he look like a Lachey brother?
2: (laughs) Who asked for that? Who was in the lab and said the streets need another Nick Lachey? Hello, I want you to. They fumbled something in, you know, one of the chromosomes because you know he's a little bit bulkier but like but why i don't he,
0: he's like drew is drew the other one he's like drew and nick is yes. diagram he's he's both of them at the same time it's very strange god,
2: yes it's very strange i loved drew personally oh my god i loved drew
0: he was a short king you know
2: <laughs> he was a very short king. the only reason i paid <laughs> to be honest the only reason i paid attention to 98 degrees it's fair
0: because like <laughs> you know the the the, you know there's always like an ugly one and there were like too many of them and there were only four of them in the group
2: yes and there was you need at least like you need to be an instinct right yeah. where you have like you've got joey and chris and so right. they're just kind of there and then um then you can decide whether you're a jc or a justin which says a lot about you as a person but or
0: lance which just... says even more about you as a person and <laughs> sure. i it I don't want to get into it, okay? That might be my truth, but I'm not talking about it.
2: <laughs> We're not going to talk about those suits last <laughs> night. Oh, no one will talk about those suits with me. I sent it to the group chat and listen. I was like, hello, let's talk I about it. I've never been
0: more attracted to JC than listen. my baby blue suit. That sky blue suit? Oh,
2: Daddy. I love <laughs> I'm ashamed, but I'm not, right? Like, uh, that was a cute that
0: was a look I I see what Chase Crawford was seeing in him anyway next next question um so Whitney (laughs) goes on to say that um Angie's really fun like she loves her and Heather's like yeah well she's fun until she's not but um then we talk about how Jack is going in on his mission and how heather overheard this at their like makeup brunch or whatever and we see a flashback where whitney's asking lisa because she's telling them are you gonna tell heather and lisa's like no I, i don't think that's that's like not for everybody right so heather tells whitney it's like weird to me like i just i'm curious to know what jack's motivation was in that because when i went on my mission it was basically Heather and her girlfriend being like well I'll go if you go like we're both single let's just do it right but then the next thing they know they're at the temple wearing their little undergarments and making death oaths with each other which we find out a death oath is a vow to keep a church's uh, vow to keep the church's ceremony secret under penalty of death (laughs) so Heather says in a confessional Lisa loves telling people she's Mormon, but she doesn't see any Mormon coming from her because all the Mormons that she knows, they're wearing the garments, they're going to the temple, they're not drinking coffee, tea, alcohol, cigarettes. We're not going to every restaurant in Park City asking for a Vita cocktail. And I don't know. She goes, Jack's gonna be teaching the brand of Mormonism that I grew up with. And I don't think Lisa's gonna be prepared for who he might be when he comes home. And I think she's in mm-hmm. for awakening. Mm-hmm interesting very interesting this is like the most she's right that that heather said about religion and it is
2: is. i think i i was of two minds about it one being that like she's definitely right about jack that's definitely what i was getting at but like i think that his devoutness is definitely gonna in this mission will change him in ways that lisa isn't prepared for for sure uh and also i just just from you know what i have seen of salt lake i always feel like heather almost feels this resentment towards lisa for how she presents and goes about her brand of mormonism Definitely. because heather is still so attached to the mormonism that she grew up with that again she can't she can't have that balance right
0: she Mm -hmm. can't
2: she can either be only on like one extreme or the the next that either I'm a good Mormon or I'm a bad Mormon right so she's rolling with the brand of being a bad Mormon Uh (laughs) (laughs) so she's you know really leading with the brand of being a bad Mormon but in reality it doesn't have to be black and white it can be very much in a gray area where these are the things I believe this is what I take from this but this is also how I live my life the way that Lisa does and you know just the fact that she always calls attention to that sort of thing um I'm like your resentment is showing Heather and I'm gonna need you to um maybe put on a sweater to hide it that is. a little bit better because <laughs> it's cold out here it is cold cold out cold. here. <laughs> mm-hmm. um,
0: yeah I feel like Lisa's probably gonna come for her about this like she has this insight that I appreciate but I also know I don't know if this is like like Whitney says like I think it's a terrible idea for Heather to be inserting herself into Lisa's son's life choices especially absolutely with and just because you wrote this book doesn't mean you have the right to tell other people how to do it which she's she's right about too she's right
2: about that yeah we yeah Lisa's gonna light her up that's one of those few because you know leave the kids out of it, that sort of thing. But mm-hmm. I think that there's nuance to that, you know, yep. that thing that most people don't understand. You a know, bunch. <laughs> but um I think like when you're talking in this case, when you're talking about like a child's choices and being confused on them, mind your business. Yeah, is what a parent I, will I say.
0: Yeah. I think that's we all like as a society have agreed like if a child chooses to be religious provided it's not like a full-on cult if they choose like a, a you know the one of the list of accepted religions that we have in america or just like not frowned upon that we just like let them cook you know i think yeah, we and they'll figure it them.
2: out right right they will figure it out
0: right um so then we get the horrific news that seth and meredith are coming out with a podcast because i'm guessing because podcast one or somebody gave them a deal <laughs>
2: everybody be getting a podcast i'm like everybody everybody i gotta restart some shit like
0: (laughs) does anybody want to hear 20 to 30 minutes of uh seth and meredith discussing their relationship anyway next so fortunately (laughs) meredith does does hello brooks all in that comment section i saw him when can i come on like episode three brooks we all know this is gonna happen and then it's gonna <laughs> be done by episode seven okay we know this <laughs> it's gonna go the way of mary cosby's podcast never to be heard from again uh that's the podcast i want to hear though
2: i want to hear oh, mary goes- god what do you want to hear mary talk about like oh, no. if there is like a specific niche
0: anything
2: thing that mary could talk about i would really like
0: hmm. um which foods foods are spicy going out the same way as they are in
2: um i would love to hear movie reviews from <laughs> mary <laughs> Like, movie there's a there's a or... podcast the rewatchables where they like talk about like old like rewatch and talk about old movies like i would actually love like is that I, what the hear... I forget who I forget so, on.
0: does one like that too but mm-hmm. uh, yeah that's that's a great idea uh, let's have mm-hmm. at the movies let's do
2: marry at the movies <laughs>
0: um so but fortunately meredith does announce the good news that she's going to be hosting the first cast trip they're all going to palm springs to stay at the trixie motel so then we go at home with angie Kay, the poodle with the pink tail her daughter named electra uh she owns 10 salons in a cosmetology school with not nick lachey and do we think that sean might be growing some hair plugs under there that's why we have got the hat he seems really tied to the hat
2: um very tied to the hat it's giving
0: for 90 day fiance for those of you in the know he
2: just needs to like he just needs to shave it Unless he's ashamed of the shape of his head. For that, I have some sympathy. I mean, but he's
0: in the hair industry. So I'm just like wondering what's going on under there. You know? Because he knows. This is not just like a random man who doesn't know about hair. He does. So what's happening? We're going to find out maybe it's his exposed brain that he is the actual other lachey brother (laughs) that's what we're hiding we can't we can't hide
2: (laughs) (laughs) on some like witness protection type shit (laughs) protection from what i don't know
0: who's to say say?
2: so did you feel
0: like angie in her like at home with angie scene was really laying the foundation of like I'm about to have trouble with my husband because I work too hard and our 11 year old is sharing a bed with us. Like we're not fucking clearly. And my husband's just like hanging by a thread. Is that, is that what you were getting? Oh,
2: a hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. I'm just the just... child in the bed is Ooh. <laughs> a
0: choice, <laughs> a real choice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Angie basically tells Sean that she is like you know she wants to be friends with Heather and like move forward but again like I know what I'm looking at she wants to be on the show and she knows that her key is Heather if she wants to continue filming she's gonna have to go with the big dogs so this is how she's gonna go about securing her snowflake then we go over to Monica's house where she and her mom, Linda, are working on orders for her baby swaddle business. Monica gives us a tea. She's half Colombian, half Portuguese, born in Boston, moved to Salt Lake about 10 years ago, and her mom followed her. And now she lives three minutes away from her mom and her grandma. So they just have this like little Portuguese coven going on all the time with the girls. It's like, a, a, it's a vibe. It's a whole vibe. And the grandma's screaming at everybody to be quiet with a knife in her hand. <laughs> screaming at everybody about how she doesn't like how loud it is true grandma behavior <laughs> and just wielding same
2: them. grandma same
0: <laughs> everybody pick one <laughs> so monica <laughs> explains that she was raised in the mormon church but she struggles with her experience in that more on that later we'll get into it but back to the baby swaddles this is like Giving typical Mormon millennial wife to me, like her husband was bankrolling everything, and she had her little hobby, her little side hustle, doing these like cutesy Chelsea from Teen Mom print baby accessories, and it was just like little change, right? But now that she's broken up with her husband, this is like a lifeline for her and the daughters. So Monica asked her mom, like, "Can you watch the kids while I'm in Palm Springs?" And her mom's like she's a cool mom you can tell she's she's young she's funky fresh she's sitting there in her in her sports bra saying like i got two hours with your kids before my head starts to swell you want me to spend three days with them i can't do it <laughs> not happening <laughs> and then poor monica tells us and her mother that she's like really nervous about this because she's feeling very out of her league very like he was giving me shades of brandy glanville
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: like she's she's not like the other girl she doesn't have the coin she's out of this relationship that was uh pretty scandalous in its ending and she's like trying to make ends meet single mom who works two jobs she loves her kids and never stops and but also she's like with these chicks who are in head to toe louie head to toe gucci going to snowball fight with each other and eat you know canapes in the snow And so she's telling her mom, starting to cry, about how she went to the Louis Vuitton store and bought a bag because she just wanted to have something nice around them. And she didn't want to show up with nothing. But how, like, she hates that she feels that way. She's just like, I don't normally care about that stuff. Like, and I hate that I'm doing that. And listen, I have all the empathy in the world. Like, I totally understood what she was saying, but I've just never seen anybody cry and say that they went and bought a bag at the Louis Vuitton store. And so for that, it was just, like, a little bit funny for me. But I got it. (laughs) But I, I totally get it.
2: <laughs> wait, wait.
0: Uh, but yeah, like her mom just like gasses her up and is like, you know, like, don't just be your beautiful self. Like, don't worry about it, right? Don't worry about how much money you have. Monica gives us more tea about like her mom. She has no relationship with her dad. Has not seen him since he walked out when she was four. They Her parents got into a huge fight. So she doesn't know if she's got siblings. She doesn't know if her dad's alive. Doesn't know what he looks like because the mom got rid of all the pictures. She does know that her dad was gay and had a boyfriend and moved to Florida and hasn't has no other information about him. Um, so yeah, I mean that was that was basically it with Monica. But like I'm loving her already.
2: She has a very, very chaotic uh backstory. <laughs> <laughs> so she has like made me her. right? Like she has made me scream both episodes everything so she just says like, about oh. her
0: life I'm like what <laughs> it's just iconic behavior
2: <laughs> I love her I love her she's gonna she's gonna keep me watching I'll be honest totally mm-hmm. uh,
0: totally honestly like if she had not <clears> on <throat> the season I would be
2: bored I'd be yeah. so yeah. bored yeah
0: so bored um so then we see Whitney and Angie they have a double date with their husbands Whitney brought dimples and she, Whitney explains us that like she and Angie bonded over the summer. They're doing that very heteronormative, trying to plan their kids to get married in the future. I've, the thing that we have been talking about recently about not doing. But anyway. anyway, so... Angie fully was like you guys this is the first time that I told Sean that I found him attractive in the 11 years that we've been married like this is the first time I've ever said that we never go out Angie why would you say that (laughs) that's terrible (laughs) that's not a compliment babe (laughs) not even dinner dinner table discussion that's like look in the mirror and think about why you've never said that to your husband in the 11
2: years why would you do your man
0: like that just cut just cut his balls off right on the table why don't you do that but, like
2: right like I don't know much about not Nick Lachey but put it right is in isn't that bad
0: right <laughs> what did he do girl damn um so it seems like Whitney and Justin are like trying to figure things out he's wearing crystals to help him communicate and it it doesn't seem great it doesn't seem like things are great with him And Angie talks about, like, you know, anything can happen in a relationship. Your kids, your business can take over. And Sean's like, yeah, you can wake up one day and be like, where's your spouse? And Angie's like, yeah, you know, he wakes up next to an 11-year-old, you know, because Electra sleeps in the bed with us. And it's like, babe, that's horrible.
2: (laughs) Okay. It just hit me. Wow. In this very moment, the fact that that child's name is Electra. Oh, my God. (laughs) Whitney
0: is horrified in a conditional. Like, I'm stopping my felt self from wondering when and where they have sex because that's really none of my business. <laughs> like, yeah. Hopefully they don't. I, I don't know, girl.
2: I don't want to know about that because none of us. Please none don't. Of us, there, there are many mandated reporters out there that don't want to know about
0: that. Hello.
2: And that's all, miss.
0: Keep it to yourself. Keep that's it all. to I yourself. I don't want to know. <laughs> mario winens i don't want to know at all
2: (laughs) keep that (laughs) on the lowest of the low please (laughs) oh my god i'm horrified i'm just horrified that her name is electra and like
0: right it's tough it's tough Oh, oh my god so angie says that like at the brunch she thought that heather's speech about extending the olive branch was like really nice and then she goes but I was wondering if, like, maybe that wasn't necessarily directed toward me. And and so Whitney goes, yeah, so are you going on the girls' trip? And Angie just stops chewing and stares at her like, I haven't heard anything about it. <laughs> so Whitney tells her that it's actually Meredith that's hosting. And now Angie's really upset. She's like, but why wouldn't she invite me? And Sean is like, yeah, we've done a lot of things for Meredith. So they come out and say that during Meredith's uh, event, which she had last year, the fashion show, that I guess one of Sean's businesses gave up their people to do the hair. And he said that their, that location lost a third of their revenue that day, I guess, doing the 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 fashion show and so now angie's like oh well i guess it's kind of like thanks for nothing then so then whitney's like you know i just really don't get why meredith is planning this trip about team building and bonding but you're excluding angie like it's just really bad energy and she does that arm thing to cleanse her aura in a confessional you
2: can't even speak of it nope
0: (laughs) so whitney says that she feels like meredith holds on to things and angie's like yeah i mean things really aren't that great with heather meredith and i but like heather also didn't invite me to her thing so now angie's realizing that they're trying to shut her out of, of filming basically so whitney does her one better and is like we'll just come as my plus one to palm springs oh lord so then after that we see heather and monica go shopping for the palm springs palm springs trip and heather starts off being like cute to monica being like oh yeah like you seem like you've got really good energy until she finds out how monica knows everybody and she's like oh you know jen oh you're actually friends with angie k through jen and she's like yeah well i'm not friends with her it like just immediately turns on her but like has to really fight it she really fought not turning on monica immediately and i i i don't know she's like i just don't like angie she just seems like really catty and jealous and i don't want to invest in her like i'm just not interested like we've known each other forever but like i i don't care and to be fair angie did go on tv and say that jen and heather were doing barbie scissor kicks with each other and that jen then clocked her in the face after they fucked each other which you know i could see why heather might feel some type of way.
1: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com/pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
2: <laughs> Probably not her finest hour, but um I will say it's a logical explanation for the weird allegiance you had to a criminal, but Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's uh, kind of how I feel about like Qu- Courtney, cousin Courtney, Andrew, and Ralph. Like, if oh, you're yeah. not getting dick from Ralph, why are you dick like, why? so hard? What is all this energy for? What him? is
2: the point? I'd almost get it if you were like, you I, you know, kissing definitely cousins. get it, or whatever. It would, I, it would make a lot more it. sense.
0: <laughs> but this geez. is getting weird. This is getting real weird. It's getting real um, weird speaking of uh familial people fucking monica tells heather her backstory which is that yeah she was raised in the mormon church and Heather's like oh i didn't think that at all like should we been drinking that champagne that we just drank and monica's like no no no, definitely we should have so then she explains like she her mom converted and she was raised in it married in the temple and then was excommunicated and heather goes for what monica says For fucking my brother in law for 18 months? You thought you were a bad Mormon? (laughs) Monica. Monica then has to clarify that it was her husband's sister's
2: husband. Yeah, because didn't she get that? Like, she and her husband divorced and then they got back together and then they divorced. I'm curious about where that happened in the timeline because if this happened during the first bout of marriage, instant icon because that means hello i can marry you again
0: <laughs> now that's a wop that's that's some wop energy yo big wop energy yeah i terrified with this was this the first time or the second time or mm-hmm. both or for both, both. <laughs> ideally for i'm both. hoping for both um so Ma, yeah basically then she says she admitted herself to the church. She went down to the bishop because she was feeling guilty and Heather clocks it. She's like, and he didn't get in trouble, did he? You're the only one that got excommunicated and Monica says, yeah. And she says it was like basically one of the worst experiences in her life because she's feeling bad about something that she did that was wrong, thought, I'm going to be honest, she ends up getting shunned and then he has like no repercussions at all and her whole life changes like that that really sucks that really really sucks so monica then says and this is what really sealed the deal for me the smartest thing i've ever heard a new housewife coming into a show say is that i just feel like it's best to lay everything out on the table because it always comes out and the true power in owning your past and your present is that nobody can weaponize it against you ever smart girl smart girl you've been watching and and roll that beautiful bean footage i loved it i love her i yeah. hope i don't regret this but for now we're standing we're standing <laughs> um so heather asked her like oh did you stop wearing the garments like heather's really stuck on these garments <laughs> this yeah, episode the,
2: she, she wants, wants about those garments down. back she wants to be able to put them on like you a think couple she times does. a week you think she does because why are you so home? stuck on it like why are you so stuck on it she just feels like if i put the garments on i gotta have them on every single day but since you don't you can just have them on a couple days a week right everybody yeah. needs everybody needs a granny panties day okay <laughs> do you think that heather gets
0: drunk sometimes and just puts them puts them back on just looks in the mirror oh yeah
2: oh yeah <laughs> I can definitely see her having some sort of, like, mushroom trip and, like, really, like, getting back into, like, full Mormon garb. touching her face and
0: putting the garments on.
2: (laughs) Just to feel, you know, that sense of nostalgia again. It's probably very healing for her.
0: Right. Listening to White Rabbit by Jefferson Airplane and just really having a time. But...
2: (laughs) um
0: uh, yeah then monica says that the first thing she did after uh leaving that council was went down to victoria's secret and bought 30 thongs and i i'm like hoping it was a six you know the six for 30 sale i six hope for 36 so. you know what i mean
2: <laughs> i hope so because uh, and thongs just thongs babe just thongs Ooh. oh <laughs> <Ugh. laughs> Well, then... uh, Apologies apologies to your badge, Monica. Oh, God. Well,
0: Heather said that the first time she wore underwear as an adult was she had to take her daughter's panties. So, (laughs) there's that. (laughs) There's that. (laughs) Mary calling the Trixie Motel to ask them if they have 2003 Dom Perignon in room service. And then being like, no, we only have shareable pizza and cheese boards. (laughs) the face that she made
2: honestly that's fair that's a fair (laughs) face because what kind of hotel
0: her looking over at robert jr and being like pizza (laughs) pray for me me, robert jr so everybody gets to the airport monica shows us her new louis which was like a real cute little winter white i did like it telling everybody that she has zannies in it because she gets nervous she doesn't like to fly whitney flew separately but we don't find out why until we see her at the Trixie Motel with Angie K. Angie, Trixie comes out in full drag saying hi to them. It's like, I had to compete with you, horse. <laughs> I love Trixie.
2: Are you a drag race fan? You know, I'm not. And I, it's one of those things where I wish I was, but mm. I feel like I'm so far gone. You yeah. Know? It's a lot. they like, do I need to go back? I mean, it's how I felt about, like, getting into Sister Wives. I'm like, damn, we're on season 18. Do I gotta go back to the beginning? Okay. Yeah. What season like, when are you, you on, by the way? Um, I am at, like, the tail end of season three. Oh. Um, We, you will laugh that, like, one of my, um, like, one of my best friends, and I told her that I was into it. She's like, oh my gosh, I used to watch it. And we had, like, a whole day where she was braiding her were watching sister wives and um that. yeah and then um like her boyfriend who is also my boyfriend's brother like came home and the three of us are just like having a time just <laughs> really getting into some sister wives like my I love that that sounds yeah. like a great day it was an amazing day and so now the three <laughs> of us are very into it my boyfriend's very mad about it he's like wow i'm left out but um yeah so it feels like a long It feels like a long journey to go on to like really be in the same like level of enthusiasm that everyone else has for a drag race. So I don't know. Yeah. yeah,
0: That's very fair. That's very fair. Um, But Trixie is an icon. You just have to know that. And we love her. We love her. She's one of our top girls, our top, top girls. I really loved the look. I loved it. A vibe, right? A a real vibe. Um, So yeah, back at the Palm Springs airport, we hear lisa freaking out can you guys see my ring do you see my ring heather <clears throat> excuse me is re- recording herself from a bathroom stall whispering <laughs> saying that lisa came out of the bathroom with her pants around her legs trying to find her ring and we can hear her like as heather's recording this being like monica do you see it oh my god john's gonna kill me and then lisa <laughs> says she was pulling up she went to the bathroom pulled up her pants and she could feel her ring slip off of her finger now this is so dangerous because she's got those rings that go from the knuckle to knuckle i it seems so uncomfortable just stacked just stacked ring 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 so she had these like emerald cut ring that came off she thought she caught it it went missing she was in the bathroom for 45 minutes trying to find it uh monica god bless was going through the tampon uh basket they're like looking everywhere through the tanks everything to try to find this ring when she gets out mary is like are you sure you wore it and Lisa's like yeah because i took a selfie on the plane they had it and she tells everybody it was like 60k but also really sentimental because john gave it to her mary says in a confessional i don't really think it was worth that much <laughs> it probably wasn't worth 60k <laughs> Monica says, "No, somebody took that shit, and they went down to the pawn shop like sublime. Like, it's gone, right?" Lisa, can't. Was it you,
2: Monica? Hello. (laughs) Was
0: it you, specific? Well, let's not make it too hot. Let's check the purse. (laughs)
2: Let's check. She said, "I need another Louis." That's what she said. (laughs) And you know what? Game recognized game. Hello. I'm I'm not. I'm not gonna knock your hustle.
0: City girls up sixty thousand. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah. Lisa can't go. She's in the sprinter. She's like she won't let it go. Right. Mary's like at some point you're gonna have to like let it go. She's like, but it's it's so fresh now. So then she like in her ramble, she's like maybe I should call my jeweler, but like it is sentimental. But Monica says in a confessional, how sentimental could it be if you're already on the phone trying to get it replaced? I had my hand at a public restroom trying to find this ring for you. <laughs> Get over it! Like ew, ew. Okay, okay. Back at the Trixie Motel, Whitney's like, you know, I I fully know that I am poking the bear by bringing Angie, but like, oh well. <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> that was basically it at the end of the episode. Um, oh, at one point, Mary gets annoyed with people because they're passing chips in front of her, on her clothes, on her
2: clothes. She said no crumbs. No crabs,
0: no crumbs and yeah, basically that they they get to the hotel. They don't know that that uh Whitney's there yet because she mm-hmm. hasn't told them. And that's mm-hmm. it. It was kind of a kind of an abrupt a, kind of an abrupt ending to the episode, but a good it's episode. A long happened. episode. <laughs> yeah,
2: it, it felt long, but a good. It episode. was long. It was until nine fifteen. ten fifteen. I was dead tired, so I was like. I need y'all to wrap this up. <laughs> I'm, I'm just tired, so.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. But a good episode overall. Do you have any final thoughts?
2: Um, You know, I'm actually kind of looking forward to keeping up with Salt Lake. Yeah. This season. If it's going to give this kind of energy. I couldn't do it with Jen because Jen is just a life sucker. <laughs> a life sucker of just she yeah. sucks all the way out of this. And a life so.
0: insurance sucker as it as it turns out. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> um. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm excited. Um Sam, thank you so much for talking. Do you want everybody to find you and if so where should they?
2: Um you can always find me on Instagram on um the Instagram that I don't always use as much as I should skin underscore in the city maybe one of these days I'll come back and you know give some skin tips as I used to uh, or,
0: motivate, um, let's motivate follow skin, at the, at skin in the city to motivate Sam to come back
2: yeah you know I really need to like step it back up it's uh and I am also on Twitter of the same uh name as well so I mean find me there
0: well, thank you so much again. And you have a great day,
2: girl. To you, girl. Great to talk to you. <laughs>